Thank you for choosing Boomers with Beverages, the podcast that goes beyond being politically incorrect. We're chronologically incorrect, geographically incorrect, grammatically incorrect, mathematically Well, we're certainly glad you have found us again. Welcome back to Boomers with Beverages. I'm Jim Burrows, along with Dan Davis. Hello. Pete Molina. Hello. And Arthur Woodry. Hola. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's great to have you back. We've got a lot of updates for you throughout the program because it's been a it's been a busy time between episode two and episode three as far as the growth of Boomers with Beverages. So a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Thanks to. Uh, Dan's hard work hey, background. I got to do something. Doing some good stuff. That's apparently what your wife Susie said. <laughs> That's what well. she is. Do something. Just do something. <laughs> do something, even if it's wrong. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and this, of course, is after she makes sure he's still breathing. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's always the first check. Yeah. There's the first. She's, thing. she's got that mirror on the Put bedside mirror, table. <laughs> and we have to give our uh, props to our, our. I guess we will be Taylor's official title. He's he's our. Not producer, because Art Baker has kind of become our producer yes. and done a fine job at that. Is he our distributor, our showrunner? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Taylor basically is responsible yeah. for getting us on the platforms we're going to yeah. unveil to you on this show here in just a few minutes. We are and all over the place. media mogul. And hopefully, well, eventually, eventually uh, monetizing this, mm-hmm. which would be fantastic, because we all have the goal of, of making this so successful yes. that after one year, we just bag it and retire. But we could also so. pass the collection plate anytime. We could do that. Yes. Thank Here, you. you take it now. Thank you. And we have tote bags. And tote, of course, tote bags and hats. <laughs> we even have, you know, we the, need to do the boomers with beverages <laughs> jockstrap. Yeah. 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 Well, it's easy to put a sticker on. It depends. I, you've been spying on me. We could, we could even draw them freehand with you know, talk- some sharpies. I'm not, talk- <laughs> ah. I'm not talking about the sticker that says this side up. This, side, talk- uh, this side behind. I'm talking about the show. Objects logo. and mirror may be closer than they appear. And obviously being boomers with beverages, we all again bring to the table our own unique beverage mm-hmm. today. Of course, I, I'm, I continue to wimp out, but this is a good thing. Um, I'm drinking Fairlife reduced fat chocolate milk. There are and so I, many things wrong with that. And I love a product that says it's chocolate milk, and under the ingredients, it says contains milk. Oh, happy day. It's good to know. <laughs> yeah. It's good. I, I guess those advertising laws don't apply, do they? No. It's, right, but it's, yeah. It is milk. It, it, it's it, just it, chocolate it, milk. It, it, but why are they milk. warning you that it contains milk when you just bought but, a container of chocolate milk? Right. There's lots of other stuff in it, and I don't want to go into it. a lot of big words. It's, see, it's not so much that it's milk. It's reduced fat milk. Man okay. up, Jim. Come on, seriously. Well, I normally drink uh, Kroger milk, and for those of you mm. who listen to the podcast all over the country, you probably have not so much a store named Kroger, but a store owned by Kroger, because it's yeah, one of probably. the biggest grocery companies in the in the States. Their chocolate milk is phenomenal. Yes, it is. Their whole, I like Oberweiss. That's, Oberweiss is good. that's my go-to. Yeah. Love the milk in glass. Oberweiss yeah, makes eggnog, which is good because you it know you pretty good. much taken out the left side of your heart valve. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, it just, it's like you're just gunking up your whole. <laughs> with pie. every six <laughs> bottles you buy, you get a defibrillator. Yeah. I like milk with a, my, with butter in it. Just give me yes, the eggs thing, and the thing about chocolate milk though, I found this out about five, six years ago when I was doing uh 10Ks. Karen did some half marathons. I, I'm not a runner, of course. I'm from Canada. We don't run in Canada, we skate. You run to the bar. Well, I don't even run to the bar. Yeah, not, not Jim. Have you met no. Jim? Yeah, you gotta know me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'll hang out at the bar with you, but I'm not running to the bar. 
but I found out uh, doing the uh, the walks because I, when I do a ten k, mm. just do the walk. And those are great, by the way. Five k, ten k takes longer. Most it does, but uh, <laughs> at the end of the race, most uh, trainers and even doctors will tell you the best thing to drink isn't water. It definitely isn't Gatorade or Powerade. That's crap. It's chocolate milk for a mm. quick rebound to the system. Mm-hmm. And literally, like when you go to some of the races around central Indiana, at the end, you'll have the American Dairy Association there, and they'll have a big, ginormous setup of chocolate milk hmm. for people. Chocolate. I wonder if if there's a difference. I mean, chocolate milk, obviously, it's got the additional flavor, but is yeah. there something about that it's chocolate milk that makes well, it? Well, it's, it's got the sugar. Sugar. So, you, okay. you know, so you get that boost. You get that feel yeah. good thing. And I will tell you right now, I remember doing one 10K in particular, and I drank it, and it was mm. like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Well, I yeah. remember- it's it's been a while back, but I know uh, the woman who heads up who does the PR for the Indiana Dairy Association mm-hmm. does, uh, is a, a friend of mine, known her for a long, long time. And the year that Emerson Fittipaldi, I believe it was, won his first Indy Five Hundred, and you see him on camera, they you know hand him the bottle of milk. He pushes it aside and grabs a bottle of orange juice, yeah, because he owned. Orange groves yeah. in Brazil, right? Exactly. And she had several weeks of nightmares of trying to to save that. That's five grand. And he, yeah, they, yeah, they find him five because that's like that's what you do when you win the race. You you drink a bottle of milk, and yeah, it, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a little surprised that the Dairy Association hasn't uh, come down on some of these products for using milk. Like we hear about almond milk, and mm-hmm. isn't it really just nut juice? It is. <clears throat> so why That's not going to sell as well. This well, is supposed to be an adult that, show. But it seems like a misrepresentation. It doesn't Here. say nut juice on the box. No. It just says almond milk. It's we squeezed our I nuts and that. put it in this container. <laughs> <laughs> they might actually boost sales if it was called nut juice. I don't know. Maybe there's a market out there for that. Who well, knows? that's kind of like nut butter. <laughs> that's a good possibility. I have a problem with that one, too. Uh, Dan, I can't the uh, beverage I can't help get Well, it. I interesting, because you're talking about the... Milk, chocolate milk being better at the end of a, a mm-hmm. run. This is, it is a cocktail made with, uh, of course, bullet rye, one of my very favorites, and something called switchel, which is also known as Haymaker's Punch. It's switchel. Uh, ginger. I make it myself. Yeah. It's ginger, uh, maple syrup, lemon juice, and I also, I add fruit juice to it. And it's a, it was, it was developed for like guys working out in the fields in the summertime, baling hay or whatever. If you drink water, just like you were talking about, if you just drink water, it'll make you sick. But this stuff, because of the ginger and the apple cider, I don't know if I mentioned apple cider vinegar. You did not. I did not. So apple cider vinegar and the ginger and everything you, and if you go to our website, you'll find a recipe for a switchel. Love it. That's But it, it's great. It, it like. You know, I was having trouble. My, you know, it's like my stomach was always gurgling, but this just settles it all down. Really? And it's nice to have a glass of it. And shake it again, though. I like that effect on the mic. It's, it's yeah. in my. Um, good. And so I, I actually, yeah, found out you can make cocktails with it. So, you know, now I'll be making even more. <laughs> well, can you make it in a punch bowl and we could all share? I, I, I got some in the fridge if you want That's some. I'd be happy to fun. share with you. Because it, really it's a, the, I, I looked it up and I found a recipe for a Switchel cocktail. And it actually suggested bourbon or scotch. It did not mention rye, but mm. I have rye, so yeah. that's what I did. And it's it's actually very good. <clears throat> and that's if good. you were naughty, yeah. your grandmother would say, go outside and cut me a switchel. 
There you go. Yeah. You're going to be a popular guy this summer if you set up a switchel stand. Out there. I, you know, I just might. Yeah. I just might. Those little and girls it, with the lemonade standing a bit. What's he doing? all that money. <laughs> People in what are you drinking, Pete? I'm drinking a combination of iced tea and lemonade, commonly known as an Arnold Palmer. I'm oh. still uh, hydrating a little bit. I played tennis earlier before we got together for our podcast. Uh-huh. So. Well, then now, you got to clarify that because I golf. I love golf. Arnold Palmer makes sense, but Arnold Palmer for tennis, shouldn't there be a... Sam Ash? Or John McEnroe? <laughs> McEnroe, but, but I don't, if I drink a McEnroe, I'll just get angry and throw rackets. So. Yeah. That's no, true. It's not a good look on the court these days. Arnold Palmer. Okay. Actually, we were talking about this before we got started that I can remember when you had to explain to the server in the restaurant what you're talking about when you want, you know, if you wanted an Arnold Palmer. It's not been all that long ago. Yeah, and now it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a wonderful development. Well, it's amazing. Thank you, millennials, for making the Arnold Palmer ubiquitous. And it's cool that they've embraced it, which is nice. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, this is the guy that will forever always be one of the top three golfers in the history of the yes. game, who was known for a beverage. So. And I remember uh, uh, to, he used to do commercials for Campbell's Tomato Soup, he did as I recall. Of, a lot yeah. of ads. I mean, he was a very popular guy. So good beverage. Artie, what do you got? I'm drinking an 18-year-old Glenn Merengue. Scotch. Glenn Morangi? I think Glenn I had Marangi his album. Glenn Scotch. It's Mrs. Morangi's uh, little boy, Glenn. If you say Glenn Morangi, uh, most people know. Glenn hey, Morangi uh, in Brazil 66, isn't it? Isn't that the name of the band? I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. Glenn I'm Marangi. sorry. I No, Glenn Morangi is, is an old Scottish scotch that mm. it came out. It literally tastes scotch. like it came out of a came out of a, a cellar. Mm. Have you is full there, of mold? Is there non-Scottish scotch? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. Japan, the Japanese make good and whiskeys. It's not bad. Yeah, that, it's not bad. They make than, Japanese uh, Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> no, this is Glen Morangi Glen Ross. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> you drink it and you steal the leads after that. You drink that up and you're good to go. So, so you like that's one of your favorites? No, as a matter of fact, I'm, I, I, I don't like scotch. But he's I, torturing I, I, himself. That's what I had. For, the yeah, for our listeners, I'm Artie a little throwing himself on the scotch grenade. I'm constipated, and this usually helps. Artie's taking one for the team. As taking usual. one for there the is, team. Uh, so yeah. early in the show's history. And he's it really it. is to get, but but we're learning more about Artie. Yes, we are. Every episode, well, obviously, that's good. Just yeah. look at my website. And we do uh, want to uh, stress that we have lots of ways you can enjoy mm-hmm. our podcast and also get a hold of us, which has been. Uh, you know, pretty handy. I think we're going to be getting yeah. some uh, email questions here very, very soon because I've sent our email across the country to uh, some kids close to me uh-huh. that are more than happy to, as millennials, suggest some things for us to discuss. And our email is bwb at mm-hmm. boomerswithbeverages.com. Correct. So it's very easy to remember, bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. Now, Dan, you got some other great news because we're on a bunch of platforms. So we mention are. quickly where we are. Because I know there's a lot, but as far as the biggies that people yes. can go to. We, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, uh, Amazon Music. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, iHeart. 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 And um, the, the nice thing about this, though, if you're going to go search, it's very easy. Just mm. in their search bar, all you have to do is type boomers with beverages yeah. and boom. And we come up. I've done that. Boom. There we are. Hey, yes. how about that? There's, yeah, there, and yeah, on our Facebook page, there will be links to all the various platforms. Also, we'll put stuff up like uh, information about, uh, you know, I'll put my switchable recipe up there. 
and things like that if you want to find, and you find them on our webpage. Eventually, we're gonna, I think you're going to drink in real time on the website. I right? really am, yes. You can join Dan Saturday at 4. <laughs> Live. <laughs> Live. Now, going to our social media, yep. I know we have, uh, we're all participating in this as mm-hmm. far as loading up really good stuff, whether it's a joke or a funny meme or some good informational thing, for, yep. especially as it pertains to people over 55 and up. A lot of really good vital information out there. But I know Artie... Artie's a big fan of the meme. I've the king of the nuts. meme. I've been going nuts. Yeah. Sorry, but it's, you know, it's, it's fills, fills my day. And you're putting those memes where now? Where on Facebook. On uh, Facebook? I need to start putting them up somewhere else too, because only, not only Facebook needs to enjoy these, everybody needs to enjoy That's, them. We got, we got boomers with it's, so website boomers with beverages.com all spelled out on all your various social media platforms. It's boomers W. Or Boomers with Bevs. That's it. So Instagram, Boomers with Bevs. Twitter, Boomers with Bevs. Uh, what's that other one? All of those. Twitter. So yeah, Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook. We're on Twitter. TikTok. And, yeah. I'm not on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter. You are yet. on Twitter as Boomers with Beverages oh, or okay. Boomers with Bevs. That's it. Boomers I, with Bevs. I'm almost positive. You confuse the hell out of me. Type in Boomers with Beverages, you'll find us anyway. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't think you have to just do Bevs, yeah. B-E-V-S. So, so start we'd writing love to hear from B-O-M. That's Bombers. Sorry. <laughs> Get in trouble, bombers. We can yeah. we can edit this out, right? We don't. Yeah, bomber bombers with beverages are rarely successful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the Russian army. Now. I think they all, went to, with beverages? they all went to beverages. They all went to Russia. We did. We did toy around with some different names before we mm-hmm. came up with beverages. We had boomers with bongos. Mm-hmm. Thought that's just too much. Boomers with baklava. Yeah, but we don't need rich food. Well, I age. think it was Pete who insisted we find something that's going to encourage us to drink. Yeah, as we record, boomers yeah. with bongs. Oh, but <laughs> that was all, that was last year. We're backing hey. up. We're backing up from <laughs> boomers with bongs. Uh, you're awesome. Do you ever own a bong, Pete? Of course, I no, grew up in. Did the you 70s. own a bong? Of course, I, I did. did not own a bong. Do you? You're asking me. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. So this I is had... so, this is something that you guys need to know about Jim. So Jim was with us doing comedy. He's been around mm-hmm. nightclubs. He's been around bars. He from Canada. And the man has never been inebriated in his life. Ever. Nor has he ever been high. Mm-mm. And ah, Wait a minute. I'm at the point where- He did know, during his colonoscopy. You were out cold, weren't you? Well, that well it's not you high. I wasn't aware of it. Anesthetized. You didn't like it? I wasn't aware of it. Was, oh, okay. That was medically induced. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That but, doesn't but count. I'll, I'll be thinking of you next time I go on here. <laughs> I'm my, dreaming. When my doctor comes in, oh, am I about to get high? <laughs> Can be like, uh, no. <laughs> but thanks anyway, though. I didn't mean they, to they call They call that a cocktail, a little cocktail they'll, they'll give you before your yeah. colonoscopy. Mm. And that's probably something... Is that going to be a topic sometime? Oh, Our yeah. experiences yeah. with colonoscopies? Yeah, definitely. I don't want to talk about it. We should do that. We should. You we haven't should. had one, yeah. huh? I have. Oh, good. No, I've but had it's four. not uh, necessarily okay. something I want to. No, we'll, 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 we'll replicate the scene from Jaws where they're sitting around the table comparing. There you go, scars you know, and scars yeah. and stuff. There we go. We'll talk about you know things like that. Because it's yeah. I mean, it it is true. When when you pass a certain age, the first twenty minutes of any get together. 
our medical mm-hmm. issues. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> this, that, Absolutely. and the other thing. You know, it's too, maybe we could all get our last colonoscopy pictures because I always give you a picture at the end and mm-hmm. maybe post those up on our Facebook page because I think that might be interesting for our uh, audience. We could, we could have and a name, decide, name the colon. Match, exactly, exactly. Match the boomer with the colon. There you it's go. Like, I like that. It's already, it's right there. That's, <laughs> oh my God, those those tumors are huge. Yeah, that, one, that one's got a head up in it, so that's probably Dan. <laughs> are you sure he's still living? <laughs> and that polyp shaped like a bong. <laughs> that's got to be Pete. <laughs> and that, and there's oh, is that a maple leaf shaped polyp? That's all right. So we are boomers with beverages. <laughs> <laughs> we lost control four we minutes ago. Yes. It's totally fine. You know we always have lots of stuff to cover with the with the program. So remember, email is bwb mm-hmm. at boomerswithbeverages.com. Correct. And boomerswithbeverages.com is our website, which is gradually building mm-hmm. more and more with links, pictures, yep. features, things like that. So that's the great news. That's a huge leap forward from podcast two to podcast three mm-hmm. is all of this being added to our portfolio. Yep. And um, amongst all of us, as you, you'll see it over the next few weeks, you're going to see a lot of great stuff on there. Mm-hmm. A lot of funny, a lot of informational. And I have to give props to Taylor, our uh, mm-hmm. tech guy in the background, because he sent me a story he thought would be fun to talk about for this particular podcast. And it's entitled Random Things Baby Boomers Are Completely Obsessed With. Hmm. And he said he found this article on one of the prep sites that he uses. And basically, it's a list of things that boomers are obsessed with that make no sense to millennials. How many Hmm. pieces are on this? How many? Ten. ten? Ten. What's number 10? Number 10 is pecans. Pardon me? And pot pie. Seriously? Millennials (laughs) think boomers are obsessed with pecans. And pot pie. Was that pecans or pecan? Pecan. It's pecan. It's not pecan. It's pecans. I, 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 I know. Pecan. I got it. That no, one is that's, the that's strangest thing ever. I think they didn't expect you to get to 10. Yeah. I think it's like, I, they ran out at seven. It, and it's exactly. like, well, I don't know. what We got a random word generator we can fire up here? <laughs> well, I, I wanted to get to it because, you know, Dan and Artie love cook to cook. Yep. And Pete, I don't know if you do or not. Uh, actually, I, I, I love to cook. I He's think I'm a pretty damn good awesome. cook. So I just thought, cool. well, I'll throw that at you guys, see mm-hmm. if that makes sense to you. It didn't make sense to me. I don't get I it. I don't get it. And pot pie. Oh, I can pot, make my own pot pies, but pot I mean, pies are, well, are the, the only, easy. Well, no, no, they don't mean pies with a cannabis filling. I understand what, they're, okay. what we're talking about. Oh, you just <laughs> totally <laughs> raised on Pete's parade here. Pete was like, well, what? The, it's the pot brownies, reason, not pot pies. The only oh reason God. I might be obsessed with pot pies is to... Make sure that I absolutely avoid them at all costs. Uh, yes, yeah. I'm not a fan of the pot pie. I think homemade's a big is a lot different than the ones you buy in the store. The ones you buy in the store are gross. Right? Makes I think they're very different. I think they they went a little too far. That's just pot. The, by putting the pie at the end, they totally missed the point. Mm-hmm. I love the Boston Market pot pies. Those mm. are awesome. Those are, Those are excellent. Very very good. Mm. The no first bo- the, no bottom though. The first item on the list is the thumbs up emoji. Being white, br- yellow, or black? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the There's color. The, the, the millennials think boomers are obsessed with the thumbs up emoji. I'm not. I, I, I use it. Yeah, I, I use it. It's just, it's easier, you know, either, I'll, I will either do that or just the letter K as in, yeah. okay. Yeah. That, yeah. And, and so, usually when I tap, like, that's the first thing that pops up is like, yeah, I'll just but use see, that. But see, people, when you do K only, They think it's dismissive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they think you're kind of just being- Being like, dismissive. Being yeah. Dismissive. I, I, yeah, that's- but so you Don't judge me. I'm not. Don't judge me. No, you have to put okay. 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Which, but you know, because I saw that I didn't, I didn't get to pecans, but yeah. I just the whole idea of being obsessed. Why would you get angry with somebody for you know using punctuation in a text? Just if you want to use, go ahead. That it you know actually can make it easier to read. Or well, or, I think it has to do with how people read. You know, yeah. you could send out the most innocuous text. Hi, how are you today? And some people go, Oh my God, look at him. Look at that. Yeah. Hi, how are you today? That's the way they read it. How insulting. Yeah, Yeah, don't capitalize. My my great aunt, who is 101, uh, 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 said something on my uh, uh, post about me quitting smoking five years ago. And she, uh, what she posted was, I smoked back then. I'm 101. I've been on, I've been on this all day long. And every word that came out of this huge long diatribe was capitalized. Yeah. And I said, why are you yelling at me? Yeah. I, I she have an no clue. That she she no clue. Her caps lock is always on. Cap lock always Because on, it's just, yes. it's easier to, you know, do it instead of worrying about shift. It's also, mm-hmm. they can see it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's probably yeah, true too. They can see it. And well, I remember. And props to you too, by the way. Thank you. Anniversary. That's, yeah. That's worthy of celebrating much. as someone Absolutely. who actually talked to you while you were sitting in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have a, you know, like a few others, I have a different appreciation for your success with that. So that's, Thank you. that's amazing. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. It's good stuff. And we, you know, another thing, since we were talking about, uh, you know, language and things like that, mm. complaining about younger generations not knowing and using cursive. Yeah. I, I'm not obsessive about that. No. But it is definitely part of the past. Well, but, you know, the thing is, like. You really need to learn. I I literally sure. cannot read my own handwriting. <laughs> I mean, when I was, when I started teaching grading a paper with, with a pen and a kid would come up, it's like, so what's this comment here? It's, I, I don't know, but whatever I said, you got a C plus. So, because <laughs> I, I mean, if, if I go away for a few minutes and come back, I can't, literally cannot read my own handwriting. So if I tried writing in cursive, forget about it. And when, I, when my kids, my boys got to school where they're learning cursive, um, and, and they're like, how do you do this? And, and I'm like, I, I really don't know. I forget how to make a Q in cursive, yeah, which is a, like a backwards it's a two. two. It's, a two. Yeah. it's yeah. actually not backwards. It's is not it? backwards. Oh, I thought a Z was a two. A capital Z. <laughs> I can't no. even write a two backwards. Yeah. But, but the thing of it is. Or you're right, it is a Q. There is a two. Yeah, it's, it's a, a two. But. Like if you're taking notes on something, if you're writing in cursive, they're words, not letters. Same thing with, you know, and, and I mean, the best way to take notes, if you want to take notes on something and remember it, is to write it in cursive. Second would be print it because it's, it's that movement of your hand as you're making out the letters. Typing, you know, typing your notes in class does nothing for you. Pete's got to deal with no the connection. toughest challenges of all time. Though. You have to deal with doctors. Oh, right. Yeah. And they, yeah. they're writing. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That's not even cursive. So, yeah. Cause I you may not know this about me guys, but, uh, you know, when I went to college, my original goal was to get into medical school and I didn't get into medical school, but, uh, uh I was later told that my handwriting did make me qualified. You had that part down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. Awesome job. Number four is always leaving voicemails, no matter the situation. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's something that boomers obsess about. No, it's oh, something millennials. millennials obsess about. Boomers, yeah, that really. Yeah. I never leave voicemails. It's uh, I hardly ever do unless yeah, it's really important. Yeah. You gotta call me now. You yeah. gotta get back to me. Hurry, because it's There's so much easier to do in the text. Well, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just say I'll just text. Yeah. I text. Yeah, yeah. and but my mom, I'll... my mom, she's eighty four, and she understands what texting is. She knows how to do mm-hmm. it. Everything's fine, but she'll still leave a message without texting. Yeah. 
So this is random, a collection of random things that boomers are obsessed with that make no sense to millennials. Drinking from the hose and talking about drinking from the hose. <laughs> <laughs> well, my hose has has uh, a bourbon in it. And, uh, sure. Yeah. yeah, of course it did. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't think I talk about it. Well, I, I got to say that I think they're using the word obsessed a little too freely. They're obsessed with that is, the, the word obsessed. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it, it's just like... I, you know, because it was just sort of like kids, oh, he yelled at me. No, I simply asked you to stop doing what it is you're doing in, in a, you know, very, well, he yelled at me. Well, I think it I goes to definition, yeah. though, because honestly, yeah. don't you know with millennials that their view of uh, obsession is very different from our view of obsession? Yeah. So if they see you do something more than once. Obsession is a song obsessed. by the Human League and a cologne from Calvin Klein. That's that's obsession. So by that, so, <laughs> yeah. so the connotation of drinking from the hose, I believe, has a couple of ways. There's literal and figurative. So there's the literal drinking from the hose we all mm. did as a kid. Yeah. And then my understanding is drinking from the hose can be a metaphor for Drinking the company Kool Aid, so to speak, taking okay. the, the corporate words, line. I got you. So falling in line. Maybe well, that's, that's what they're, yeah. they're and then talking about. We talk about you know trying to drink from a, a fire hose. That it's where you're you know it, it's not going to work. It's just something. There's too much coming, coming out of your ears. Yeah, but so yeah. I would like to know whether they that phrase they think mm. we're obsessed with how they're interpreting literally or no. I think it's literal. I, I don't know that I've ever talked about my drinking son, with from a hose. I, the only time I ever had to was, and like my kids, I you know, you ever have conversations with your kids when you, you, you they're looking at you and you can clearly tell they really don't care yes. what you're sharing. <laughs> yeah, nearly like, every every day. I was twenty seven, and I still yeah. I still get see that. They call those the teenage years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, with mine, when they would play uh, baseball mm. and be part of travel teams and stuff, we would all take turns all the parents being responsible for the drinks and snacks mm. and it was amazing what what these guys would be given in terms of drinks and snacks and i was like yep all we had was a hose you know <laughs> mm. literally it was the hose next to the field and oh yeah say here take yeah. a break go drink from the hose that's what mm. it was at football when i was coaching football that's it, all we had that's when they all you know make the little gesture with their hands like you play the world's tiniest violin mm. for yeah. you daddy <laughs> well actually that brings another thing to mind i wonder if water fountains will ever come back True, because they. I mean, it's like they all got shut down in school in the pandemic. Aren't they in schools? I I don't know. I not at oh, last I did not time know. I was at Heritage High School. That yeah. that there, it's all like you can. It, it, there's a sign on it. Some but you know you can dump out your water bottle or something, but you can't fill. There's no water comes out. I don't think water from bottle. a health standpoint or just from a date you have to give kids access to water. Well, you, yeah, you do, but they they've all got their own water bottles. But it's just the, the whole idea of, of the water fountain in the hallway that you walk past you know on your way well maybe they'll get sponsored maybe it'll be pepsi that comes out or- oh there you go <laughs> or, yeah uh what was that adam sandler movie um the mr deeds goes to town no mr oh. deeds where he had oh. all the water fountains in his house dispensed hawaiian punch yeah well, ours would be glenn meringue yeah, yeah they're mm. that's well, that I, that i might buy this no, is I'm- the weirdest one on the list to me <clears throat> this is what they say millennials say boomers are obsessed with nautical themed bathrooms including beach lighthouse and sailboat decor <laughs> okay uh, i think I there might is go along there is something one. related to sailboats and beaches in every bathroom in this house i will <laughs> that's what I, so we i think we know a lot of people that you know. yeah i, well, I think you see feel, that's where the water is the bathroom that's where the water is well you do that feel compelled if you yes. live near water to have mm-hmm. something yeah to do with it but not that on that crazy level 
Uh, number seven on the list is watching the news and political shows, all in capital letters, all the time. Oh, no. I Actually, I have never, I can't, I don't know that I've ever sat down, I mean, since I was a wee lad, and watched the news. Yeah, I did it all all through 2017. 2017, I was, I did oh, nothing I just, but watch news. I'll, I'll skim, you know, the headlines or something, but it just, yeah, watching the news never had an appeal yeah. to me. But 2017 was my year. That was the year I quit smoking. And, oh, okay. and when I got home from the hospital, I just watched news all day. I mean, all day long. Sure. That's when I became, you know, a political nutbag. Pete? I think there's a segment of boomers that do that, because I have some friends who literally, that's all they do. And then, you know, I'll talk to them and they say, did you see this on CNN? Did you see this? And I go, mm-hmm. no, I, I, I didn't. I, I have a life. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I intentionally... Five years ago, decided not to watch any mainstream news. If mm-hmm. I have a topic I'm interested in, I'll go out and I'll I'll do my research. I'll find sources that I think are reasonably objective, right? Uh, and then I'll form my own opinion. But I I just cannot tolerate sitting and watching the the news anymore. When so, I was doing no. talk radio, I probably paid more attention to it than mm-hmm. I do now because now I, literally I'll just glance at my phone just to get yeah because I don't want to be out of the loop. Mm-hmm. But nor do I want to get obsessed with something and see, because th- I know there's going to be something I'm going to see on there, which I'm not going to be happy with. So yeah. why, why bother? Yeah. yeah, there's always something yeah. we could obsess about. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I, I, don't, I don't want to do that. I, I, life's too short now. Well, and, what and, then? I mean, right. And here is something that definitely <laughs> I know I tend to obsess about is you know, the way it used to be, which is, you know, the days of Walter Cronkite, you had national news 30 minutes a night. That's so... What can we cover in 30 minutes? But then with the coming of the first Gulf War is when CNN first came on the scene. And now you got a 24-hour news cycle. So they've got a lot of stuff they got to fill. So, yeah, they're covering everything, yeah. everywhere. CNN was, I remember when being on the road in the mid to late 80s was a big mm-hmm. thing for us, too. Because you had CNN and then you had headline news. Yes. So you had that quick fix. Oh, and, and always on in the condo. Headline news always on. It's good to kind of know what's up. Yeah. Just to see if there's something so crazy you got to talk about it on right. stage that yeah. night. But, you know, very different world now. You know, mm-hmm. So many different uh, different news choices out there. Well, and they had like headline news was like the same 30 minutes would just repeat. Yeah. Right. And then every now and again, a new story would show up in that 30 minutes. Something would fall off and something new would come in. Well, I also remember when I was on the road. I hit the road in 89, November of 89 was when I quit my full-time job and went on the road full-time. That was when like talk radio was really coming on, Rush Limbaugh. And I listened to Rush Limbaugh all the time because wherever I was in America, Rush Limbaugh was on the radio from 1 to 3 p.m. And that's usually, you know, that's the time I'm driving during the day. And so I did. But then after I got off the road, it was like, you know, maybe not so much anymore. Yeah, mine was Larry King because mm-hmm. back in the mid Mid eighties, completely all about the guest and the interview, which was yeah. great. No politics. Nope. And his voice was phenomenal. And then doing the long overnight drives, which we all did. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I would dial up after midnight Art Bell. Yes. Art Bell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Loved Art Bell. Yeah. And it would never fail. I would be on that country road with very little around me. Mm-hmm. And he does one of these abduction stories uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm like oh my yeah. God, you're kidding yeah. me get me out of here well actually that was my first job in radio full-time job at a radio station was running the board overnight for the larry king show wow and it was it was fascinating because i mean yeah. i didn't have 
really anything to do, just sit there and yep. listen to the show. Same thing for me. Yeah. Uh, overnight, by my first gig at WIBC, midnight to six, I ran TalkNet, mm -hmm. which was uh, uh, Bruce. I'm going to forget his last name, and I apologize. Bruce uh, Bohannon. No, no, but, but sorry. it was also Sally. Jesse, Jim Bohannon. Jim Bohannon. Yeah. Thank you. Sally Jesse Raphael was another one of the hosts. Mm. That was Bru uh, Bruce Williams. Bruce Williams. Oh, I remember Bruce Williams. He, yeah, he had a great set of pipes too. He really did. But I, I would have fun with that because I, I realized after midnight, there's hardly anybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah, to the show. So Sally Jesse Raphael will be talking about something, and every once in a while, I would pot up the microphone and go. And then pop it, <laughs> and then pop it right back down, <laughs> just to I, see if anybody would pick. You, you'd probably be having a nice conversation. I actually called the Larry King show one time when I was at work. Danny Kay was the guest, and I actually called and got through and asked Danny Kay a question. Too cool. Yeah, it's what you ask him? I asked him what he if he thought the whole merchandising trend cheapened, you know, the movie experience. This was like with the eighty. How did Three. he answer? He said, basically, hey, it's good business and freedom and long may it wave and something like that. It was, okay. you, you know. That's cool. It was, yeah, it was it, cool. the way he should have answered. But it's just, yeah, always a huge Danny Kaye fan. You're listening to uh, Boomers with Beverages, Jim Burroughs, along with Dan Davis, mm -hmm. Pete Molina, Artie Widgery. I have to take a bowel movement. Can I have some of that? Hand me Can one you, of those. What do you want? Have me that bag. No, the bag. Oh, the bag. What's in the bag? Hand him a bag. Oh. Is, What's in the bag? That's sweet water candy. Yes. That's what I want. Sweet. You I get a, a, some Smarties candy. and a wow. mint and a, yeah, that's uh, Sweetwater's thing is you, you order something from them and there's a bag of candy in the box. Someday they're going to figure out a way to make uh, smells <laughs> noticeable on podcasts, which could be a bad thing. It's, yeah. But for this particular show, it would be a good thing because Dan, again, has made mm -hmm. some amazing cookies. Thank you. For us. I hate to interrupt, but I can't open this bag. Can you open that bag for me, young boy? Thank you. I can't yes. open the damn candy these bag. These are, and I'll, I'll put the recipe on the webpage, but these are oatmeal Chocolate chip cookies with a little stuff. bit of with, with actually so four. I did open it. Four chips. Open. There's uh, bitter, uh, like semi-sweet chocolate, milk chocolate, or semi-sweet dark chocolate, caramel, mm. and white chocolate oh, chips wow. in these oatmeal I found, cookies. I found the Phenomenal. coolest cookies over at Meyer. It's, yeah? um, it's oatmeal cookies with white chocolate chips and cranberries. My gosh, yes, very those good. things were awesome. That, that is a very good cookie. Uh -huh. Oh, my, oh, it was really yeah. good. There's a couple more things on our list here before we wrap up this particular podcast. Mark. Boomers with Beverages. Don't forget our email is bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. We want to, yeah, uh, suggest topics. What What do you want to hear us talk about? Or what, a fantastic yeah. idea. Yeah, please do. And if you see something in the news, if you find a story that would be great to use on our different platforms, whether it's the website or Facebook, <laughs> I, Instagram. I, this I, is the I, nastiest I, I, thing I've ever eaten in my life. What is it awful. The, the fireball, the cinnamon thing? I don't know what it is. It's like it's like prune or something. It, it's like prune It's not one of those candy. little root beer barrels, is it? Well, finish it now that you started it. Yeah. Oh, it is. It? I can't. Well, <laughs> It is root beer. Okay, that's well, root beer. Go. Sorry, okay. I thought it was. I thought it was. Now like, it's yeah. It it changes when you know what you're expecting. <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, I did. I was actually <laughs> sorry. I was. I, I just took a trip to India many many years ago, and we were up uh, somewhere in, in northern India, and we were at this gathering. It was actually in the in a Muslim community, in the I think it was Look now was the name of the city, and. That power with the problem with the power. There's like a generator out in somebody's yard and big light shining through. So anyway, somebody comes around, 
handing out because wherever you go in India, they get, you get food, you get drink, and usually it's chai, which is uh, like a spiced tea, which you you know you can get it at Starbucks or whatever. But anyway, what are we laughing at? I just tried to ignore you. You gave me a bunch of candy from India. <laughs> Did I tell you? So is that awful, where you're going? Yes. No, you know I wouldn't go into, go into that. But they so they give you these little cups that they usually serve chai in. And just as I'm about to taste it, they say, it's chicken soup. And I tasted it. I'm like, I'm glad you said that. Because I was about to say, that is the worst chai I've ever had in my life. I remember some candy I got you that was, but I was thinking you had asked me for it. No, I did not ask for it. Oh, somehow I decided to punish you. No, this was, um, I don't know. I don't remember what flavor it was. Some kind of hard candy. It was a hard candy, all in wrappers, just like this piece of crap. Yeah. Um, And it was it was the strangest flavor I've ever had, and I never want to taste it again. <laughs> I remember, I, I, and I can't remember what, because it was, yeah. There was this wonderful open air market in Delhi, mm-hmm. uh, the Delhi Hut, I think it's called. And so you have like these next to pizza, next yeah, to pizza. Delhi Hut. Yeah. Delhi well, but it, it's like all these um, like oppressed groups or un, you know disenfranchised, unfortunate people have their booth set up and they sell all kinds of stuff. I get, you know, got some, some great, wonderful things, but yeah, there's one mm-hmm. stand that has all these different kinds of candies that, wow. Yeah. I remember it was, it that was one. shocking. Cause it was I shocking. really hate Artie. I think I'll get him this. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what's the favorite deli sandwich in uh, India? It's called the Gandhi. The Gandhi. Yeah. So, Tastes uh, like dirty back, feet. Back to <laughs> this, Jim. Yes. Uh, wanting to sit at booths and restaurants and paying an exact change. <laughs> Well, that's a good one. Now, paying an exact change. I, I get that. I, 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 I hate doing that. I hate doing that, but I do it. Yeah. How many times have you been behind somebody at, at, the, at, the, at, the, at the speed checkout mm-hmm. and they're not using a card? Right. I've got 12 cents. Hold mm-hmm. on. One, two. And you come on. Mm-hmm. You yep. can do it. No, I'm with you. This other one, I don't know about old crusty cough drops. Yeah, I, th- I think they're, you know, when they say millennials and boomers, I think there's like three people involved in this. Probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah. no, there was no survey. There was no, design. Oh, what, what can we put on our silly the list? The sample size was very small. Very small. Very yeah. Small. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely write Taylor back when the show's over and say, did you write this while you were in the crapper? Hey, they'll do it. I know. I'll just make it up for him. So <laughs> anyway, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But uh, definitely thanks Dan Davis again mm-hmm. uh, and, and our you both over the last couple of weeks with uh, really working hard on this podcast because we wanted to launch and we wanted everything to sound phenomenal mm-hmm. and you guys did an amazing job on it. Our, our first show sounded like we were under a bed and y'all have done a great job in making the sound right. Yep. Good stuff, guys. Yeah. Really, really, really Thank appreciate you. that. And uh, on behalf of Artie Widgery. Oh, hi. Goodbye. Dan Thanks. Davis. Talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. That's and right. Pete Molina. Chivati Amo. And Art Baker, thank you, sir, for your amazing work. As always, I'm Jim Burroughs, and we'll talk soon. Thank <laughs> you.
Thank <laughs> you.